You're listening to a special presentation of Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Weather podcasting, a conversation with the weather junkies. Here's Mark and Phil Johnson with Dakota Smith and Tyler Jankowski. Dakota, have you guys ever done any kind of a, a podcast where you like introduced yourselves to the listener or, or said a little bit about yourselves, I guess? Yeah, I think that like our first few episodes we did that. Yeah. So I, if you want me to. No, no, not that you have to do that. I just, I yeah. was, I was just curious if you had done that. Cause, um, you know, Mark, I, we really haven't necessarily done that. Um, we're, we're kind of leaning a little bit on the fact that if one of our guests back out at any point, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're going to have to come up with something. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have, so, hey, you get to learn a little bit. We'll interview ourselves kind of a deal, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> you, you guys think in there, actually. Well, uh, I mean, especially for you guys, you you got, uh, you know, a little bit more meteorological background um, than some of us do. We're kind of a hodgepodge of a, a bunch of folks. But when when did you guys when did you get started? When did you guys start it? And I guess what inspired you to for you guys to start yours? Yeah. So our first episode was. I think it was early November, um, either that or, or late October. But I, you know, I've been listening to Weather Brains for years now. Yeah. Um, and so they were pretty much my entire motivation. I, um, I've always wanted to after, so it was like, it was twofold actually. After undergrad and I went into grad school, there aren't as many weather weenies in grad school than undergrad. Um, and you know, I really, yeah, really. Yeah. Huh. There are some, yeah. yeah, there are some, but it's much less. Um, and you know, call it what you want. I, I just call it weather weenie cause whatever. I, <laughs> I don't care. I, I was thinking that was an interesting name. Yeah. <laughs> people, I don't know. People think it's negative and then people also think weather enthusiast is a negative and I'm like, whatever, I'm just going <laughs> to call it whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so there weren't a lot of weather weenies and I felt this gap. I like, wasn't, I don't know, talking about the weather enough. And I just, and me, Tyler and I were always kind of chatting every now and then on the phone about stuff. And I was like, Tyler, we should just do this for as a real thing, as a weekly thing and see what happens. You know, we had no idea. We still, we still don't know if people listen. It's like, <laughs> maybe we have a few listeners, that's just the plus because, you know, it's just us talking about stuff that we are interested in. Um, right. So that was part of it. And then the second part was, as I said earlier, I was I always listen to James Spann and uh, his crew over there on, on Weather Brains. And I I felt that there could be there, – there was a gap um, in the kind of weather podcast market. Um, at that time, I think there was only mainly the Carolina Weather Group and um, – and the weather brains and Caroline weather group's a bit younger, but I, I was like, Tyler's, you know, the weather brains is a pretty older group of the mm-hmm. people that are on that. Right. Um, it'd be cool to have kind of a fresh, I don't know, different show where our, our perspectives are completely different from theirs and vice, vice versa. Uh, and so that was kind of the second motivation. And, um, then their, their show is definitely all, all actually all the podcasts that have popped up. I feel like it was just like, that yeah yeah. a bunch of podcasts popped up and it's been i love it it's wonderful yeah because now there's so many different um i don't know genres and styles that Mm -hmm. i can listen to and kind of i don't know improve our podcast based on what other people are doing and um and including you guys so it's it's cool i think it's a really cool thing that's happened um, in the past few months. Yeah. I, I noticed cause we were, um, I, I got, it was in March of this year. I was attending, uh, Ohio state there. They have a, um, atmospheric science program and they were running, they've got a, uh, weather club and they put on every year, a severe weather symposium. And this was the first year I was actually able to attend. And, and I don't know if they do this all the time. Uh, one of the guys on our team, uh, Stormfront Freaks team, is actually uh, uh, going to be a senior at Ohio State. but So he would know. But um, 
they had all they had all people from their Ohio State grads. I think there was one exception from the local National Weather Service, but they were all Ohio State grads, and they had Mike Bettis uh, was there, and um, and anyways, very well run. But I I had been listening to podcasts probably since fall of last year, and really had kind of fallen in love with what a great thing to listen to on my way to work and and stuff like that. Instead of listening to the radio, I can listen to stuff I really want to listen to. <laughs> And, and I thought, you know, um, that would be fun. You know, I just thought that would be fun to put together. And, and so I looked, and, and honestly, the only ones that I saw and had started listening to was Weather Brains and your Weather Junkies. Um, I didn't see the, the – I still – honestly, to this point, I still haven't listened to the Carolina Group or East Carolina Group. What's it called? Uh, I think it's just Carolina Weather Group. I okay. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen or listened to that one, um, so uh, still have a chance to do it. Everything else I saw was maybe something on YouTube or it wasn't on iTunes right. um, and really wasn't that well produced. You know, to me, the uh, the ones that I thought were the ones to, to if you're going to mimic or, or try and do something was Weather Brains and, and then your Weather Junkies. I was like, oh, OK, these guys, at least whether you would say or not, seem to have it together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so then um, I thought, well, I, I want to do this and, and we but my goal is because I'm not a meteorologist and and uh, I'm just a, you know, I'm, I'm a weather fan or weather weenie or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so my goal and, and that was the thing I was because, again, I saw I saw a niche where there could be a, a podcast, weather podcast more for just amateur weather fans um, that wasn't so sciencey and wasn't meteorologists talking about meteorology meteorological terms that the average person has no clue you know what you're talking about dbz and you know all that kind of stuff um and so that's that was my goal is to put together more of a team of people with eclectic backgrounds some that would be professional uh meteorologists some that would come from other ends of the spectrum in weather to try and get a lot of different viewpoints and some uh, like me who know very little about it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. uh, you know, both of yeah. us. <laughs> and so that was the goal. And so, yeah, so what I did, and so uh, Mark is is uh, my older brother. And, of course, I knew he was a weather fan, and he was uh, also involved in their county Skywarn uh, right. radio uh, program. And so I, I thought, well, this would be cool if, if we do this. It'd be fun to do it with my brother. And so I actually called Mark. And asked him, uh, just kind of told him what I was thinking. And I, to this day, I still don't know, Mark, what you were thinking <laughs> when I asked you that. Like, were you going, good Lord, what? I don't know what you were thinking. Good Lord, but... what now? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, so, cool yeah, so that was our goal. Yeah. So we just, uh, so our goal is just for fun. And because most all of us have jobs outside of, the podcast, but even outside of weather, um, we just decided to do a bi-weekly or at least to start it off bi-weekly, you know, uh, see how it goes. And, but I think to this point, we're all realizing that bi-weekly is enough. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I think we're, we're good with that. I can, I feel you there. I've been struggling getting guests every week. It's like, oh man, and scheduling it ahead and, yeah, that that's like the only part that I don't like about the weekly thing. Otherwise, sure. I don't mind taking an hour out of the day and talking with Tyler. But you know, we, we want to have a guest on every time because it, it, we Tyler and I talk too much. You know, we don't want people to get sick of us. Right? Exactly, it's too much of that. Right. Um, yeah, so I feel you there about the biweekly thing. We I think we might have started biweekly for like a, like two weeks or something. And, um, yeah, so it sounds like your motivation was similar in a way, you know, you wanted to talk about stuff you're interested in. And then you also saw a, um, a gap in the, the podcast market or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think, yep. I think that was it. I, I, you know, again, I, and I've been trying to stress to the other guys we have on the team, you know, that I, I just, I always want to make sure we're having fun because the minute, you know, and there have already been times, and we're only three three, <laughs> three episodes, episodes yeah, into this yeah. thing, 
you know, which, which when you buy weekly, that's six weeks. But, you know, we've been planning this since March and putting the team together. And, and, you know, Mark's been figuring out all the, I don't know which of you between you and Tyler, which of you are the, the technical guru that handles that, which you, do you guys pick that or. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, I, I do, I, I do most of the technical stuff, although there's not much because uh, we just use Google Hangouts and then it becomes a YouTube video and then we can download the audio and then I just upload it to everything. Um, and we have every now and then I have to do a little editing, but that's it. And then Tyler makes all the graphics and stuff. Um, and then we switch off picking guests. So that's kind of how we divvy up the, uh, the workload. Sure. What do you, what do you do for, um, um, when, when you said Tyler's doing the graphics, what, what are you doing graphics for? So, um, so we have our logo that's, um, he, he makes a new one every now and then because sometimes the pictures gets old and we just want to change it up. And then we, every now and then when Tyler has time, it really is dependent on if he has time, uh, he'll make a quote like graphics and then we'll tweet out a quote that from the show and then we'll link it to the, the YouTube video and the exact time that that quote's happening. So, um, if someone wants to go right to it and that's just a way, because we realized that Monday through Wednesday, there's a, there's no listeners really like on there's a few listeners but not as many as thursday and friday or even the weekend um and so we wanted something to put there to kind of get more of a constant bump in in listeners um instead of just the thursday friday um so you're looking at your daily your daily downloads is that right yeah yeah essentially and I i still have no idea if it's um how accurate it is because I, I jumped the gun when I first started it. I, I used, I, we use pop automatic right now and I, I need to get off of it. Uh, but I haven't had the time to, we're going to eventually move everything to our site and have the RSS feed through our site. Okay. Right now it's on automatic and that gives us some data, but I still have no idea if it's like how accurate it is or anything. Sure. Um, so, and it looks like Tyler is trying to yep, join it, us. I think he's on. Oh, yes, I am. The can you hear me? Yep, there he is. Oh, I can hear you. Hey, Tyler, how are you? My audio. I'm doing well. It's a little quiet, but we can hear you. I just got out of work. We were recording a weather special and a new promo for the Olympics. Oh, really? Cool. Okay. So what was your part in that? Uh, just uh, saying a few different things. It was a fun promo, but there's six of us, so it's difficult to get us all together. So sometimes it results in a late night like this. So is this something where all, all of you were on camera doing wacky, crazy stuff, or what was it? Yes, uh, promoting uh, five different ways to watch the Olympics or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one were you given? Um... Honestly, it was just so – I don't even know what it's going to look like in the end. It was all bits and pieces, so we'll, we'll see. I, uh, I'd, I'd want to be on a couch with a beer. Was that one of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, so we, we've just been um, – I'm glad you were able to join us, Tyler, but we've just been chatting with uh, Dakota, Mark, and I, and, and uh, we actually – just got started a little bit ago talking about how we got interested at least in starting uh, the podcast and seeing a niche and just having an interest in, in doing that. I don't know if you, you have anything you want to add to uh, why you wanted to do something crazy like this. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Dakota told you that he was interested in doing a podcast because he felt disconnected from daily weather and forecasting. So uh, we were good friends in college, and obviously I work as an operational meteorologist. I study the weather on a daily basis, and given that we were friends, it seemed like a good idea. I would say probably part of the reason Dakota 
was interested in doing it with me was because of something called the live broadcast team at Penn State. So essentially we would use Google Hangouts to put on severe weather coverage streaming live on YouTube, and we would hide the little icons on the bottom so it, it really looked like a, a high-quality production, a lot of money, high-end, even <laughs> though it wasn't. So we have a lot of experience doing live type shows and that was all video that that even included webcams on tripods in remote locations on wi-fi so wow. we really had a lot of fun with that and nice. i think that was part of why i was yeah. interested in doing the podcast at least through google hangouts because that's how we do our podcast so let me add to that another reason i wanted to do it with tyler is i feel like we disagree on a lot of stuff like we have yeah, we're, we're very, very different perspectives on things and different jobs, and we're coming into different angles. And uh, we probably disagree less on the show, just so that it's not like we're always, I don't know, there's tension or whatever. Um, but but we do have different opinions on, on a lot of stuff. So I, that was one of it, because, you know, you don't want just, I don't know, it to be a completely same thing every time. Um, and so that, that was another reason I thought right. we had kind of a different different player. Well, well and I well, I think I think that's important too cuz that to me which which was my goal too in trying to put together a team uh of hosts to have on was to get people from different backgrounds that would have different viewpoints only for the entertainment value. You know, and I I think that that was something I was striving for and and you know Mark and I had talked about was as we put ours together and, and the focus again being more on, on the amateur weather fan and the, the talk not being as sciencey uh, as I would say, you know, my goal was to, I wanted to educate because again, I'm, I, I envision this as talking to weather fans like me that don't have the weather degree, but certainly have an interest and want to learn. So try and be educational, um, but not get too sciencey about it and have some big college lecture but I really wanted to focus on the entertainment value. And I thought by putting people together with different viewpoints, you, you might have a chance of, of being able to do that and have some fun discussion. So I, I agree with you that I, you know, that's a, that's an added benefit. Yeah, I absolutely agree that the opposing viewpoints are necessary. I think sometimes Dakota may overstate the differences. <laughs> I think sometimes I like to put on a little bit of a show and make it, less fluffy and yeah. you know like uh so and i you know and it may not even be that i believe something different i just want the other viewpoint represented it may not necessarily be that i believe that it's just that i feel like it doesn't get brought up enough um and the other thing i would say is we are like you in that we are trying to be educational but not too sciencey. We have struggled with our target audience, at least initially. And you know, I mean, we're not Matt Lauer. I mean, we are just <laughs> starting out really in this interviewing type setting. So yeah. I would say that there have been some episodes where the conversation has gone way in a different direction that, that we don't want. But we had some trouble identifying who we wanted to reach initially, so that contributed to that. But now we're trying to be a little bit cleaner, a little bit tighter. We want it so that everyone can understand. We don't want it to go way off in this area that sometimes we don't even understand. Sure, um, sure. So, yeah. you know, yeah, we, part of that is audience. We don't want to limit ourselves to just five people. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. And that, that was something we were, we had, we've been talking about, we continue to talk about, um, is trying to be more open, just, just like in, in our focus, trying to be focusing on catering to the amateur weather fan. We don't want to, um, not include meteorologists or, you know, we want to be entertaining for them as well. Um, it's, it's just, we're not trying to design, our program necessarily for that person. Uh, but that's why I wanted to have some entertainment value because I felt that that could at least um, attract or keep those listeners. But yeah, as far as who you have, I mean, Mark knows this too. I mean, our first episode, 
ended up being the the guy this company uh that puts together this um uh portable severe weather detector well the the company uh had the inventor of that thing come be the guest on the show and he's a physicist <laughs> so we really had a hard time trying to keep the talk yeah. down to simple terms and i mean it's really uh, cool science but wow yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but Mark, do you have um, just just to throw out because obviously we were talking to Dakota a little bit about what they're using, right? As far as do you have any questions like what kind of equipment, what kind of services they're using, that kind of stuff? Well, no, Mark, I mean, you're obviously our main tech guy. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like like right now you have in your RSS feed hosted. You said uh, yeah, Pod, Podomatic. Yeah, um, but you're going to take that over, kind of yourself. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, I we wanted to get it out there and get stuff out there really quick, and I was looking for the kind of an easier way to do it. And luckily, when I switch it over, um, I can actually change the iTunes RSS feed now, mm-hmm. which originally I couldn't. They they just um, I think it was earlier in in 2016 where they uh, have a new podcast feature. I don't know if you've seen that or not, yep. but you can. Yep. Yeah, that's that's wonderful because I was worried for a long time that I wasn't going to be able to change the feed. Um, sure, and so. we and, you know we just got started, so I haven't known it any other way than than the oh, way it's working now, which nice. is good. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's very simple and easy. So yeah. Um, so you can bring it onto your own server. Do you have do you have an in-house server of your own, or is that a service you're you know you have a server hosted on or? Yeah, so uh, Tyler, we're we're still working on the website. Tyler and I are still working on the website, and uh, we haven't bought a domain yet. And so once we do that, then we'll figure out where we're going to house everything. And it's been kind of a busy time for both of us, so it's kind of getting pushed to the the side. Um, But at some point, yeah, that's what we're going to do, just so we have control of everything. Right. And it'll probably be a little cheaper, too, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah, we went, I mean, I did a little research or I did quite a bit, at least I tried, you know, and I looked at, I, I had the capability of doing sort of a, a self-hosted, I ended up going with Podbean though, oh, okay. um, which so far I've really liked. Um, we get some analytics, we get, you know, host uh, space to store it and host it and, and uh, you know, they, they mock up a, or they do a, you know, a, a blog style website for you where we have show notes and things, but then we run our own, we, we host our own web or have our own website too. So we did buy a domain right. name and everything, but that's worked out fairly well. But I was just curious about sort of your plan to self host. Cause I did think about that initially too. I think, I think the hosting sites are, are really good for the beginning and maybe even forever. I've, I have no idea how how hard it's going to be to host it um, ourselves. Sure, but yeah, it's been Podomatic's been fine hosting off the bat, and they give us analytics. But I, I don't know. Sometimes I question if they're how accurate they are because you can't tell where they're coming from. You can only because it goes down to so many. It goes on to like iTunes, Google, right, right, all that jazz, and yeah, who knows where and where views are coming from. Right. And I, I mean, we get some geographic data, but you're right. Our, and, and we do get, I mean, we do get uh, sort of the platform piece too. So we can tell a little bit from that, but That's nice. yeah, you can't specifically tell that, you know, uh, you know, 50% of it was iTunes and 10% right. was Stitcher and, you know, whatever. So what, uh, so have you guys, whoops. oh, go ahead, Tyler. And uh, I was reading your bios, and it looks like most of you are from Ohio. Um, well, here, here's here's how we kind of put the band together. Um, I had mentioned earlier before you got on. So Mark, Mark is my older brother, and so when I, when I got the initial idea to to do this crazy thing, um, I, I did know Mark. Mark was a weather fan like me, and was involved. So I, and, and I just thought it would be fun to do a project like this, um, with my brother, Mark, who was actually up in Minnesota where I'm originally from. I'm the uh, now live down. What's that? I'm the furner. Yeah. The furner sort of. Yeah. So we, um, so what happened was, so I asked him and, and, and Mark's got a really good 
um, technical understanding and background too. So that was really helpful for me because I would have really had to have done a lot. You know, Mark said he did a lot of research. I really would have had to have done a lot of research. Um, but once I had Mark on board, I've got, I had a good, uh, I had a friend of mine who's actually a colleague uh, in my uh, business that's down here in Cincinnati who was a former television meteorologist for 20 years, and that's Mark Massaro. And so I knew Mark, and I just thought, you know, my first in- instinct was I needed, <laughs> I needed somebody with some weather credibility because uh, neither Mark or I necessarily bring that. We just were the geeks, you know, we're the ones that like to talk about it, but maybe don't know a whole lot about it. So I wanted some credibility, and, and uh, so I, I approached Mark Massaro, who he's originally – I know he got his uh, meteorology degree at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln, but he was on air mostly here in Cincinnati. He was a morning meteorologist, and um, and I anyway I talked to him and and uh, he was he was on board and in. So I was like, okay, good, we've got some credibility. And then I I started talking to um, because I was telling Dakota where originally I got this idea was at a severe weather symposium hosted by the Ohio state university. I'm sorry, the Ohio state university weather club. Oh, they, yeah. They, they'll give me crap. If, if I don't say that. <laughs> well, they, and I only do that because they, they, I would get tons of crap if I probably didn't do that. But Anyway, so um, that's where I got the the idea, and 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 I thought it would be really neat, and I thought it would be important if we could get some student involvement because I thought it would be good for them, uh, you know, to to have something else if the students got involved in some capacity or the weather club got involved in some capacity, maybe doing pre-recorded segments or something. Uh, I just, I saw that as a neat thing that maybe the, the Ohio state weather club could be a part of it and pass on to future students and stuff like that. And, and would be a good resume builder maybe for them to have something like that on their resume, something extra. And anyway, so I approached them and through the process, um, got introduced to Brady Harris, uh, who's on the team and he's going to be a senior next year. Uh, he's currently doing an internship actually up at AccuWeather uh, near Penn, on Penn State campus. Is that right? Very close. Oh, very close. Okay. Is there some, is there, does AccuWeather have some connection to Penn State? Yes. The founder of the company, Joel Myers, graduated from Penn State. I believe he got all three degrees. Uh, he definitely got his PhD from okay. Penn State. And uh, they donated millions of dollars for the Weather Center. So the Weather Center in Walker Building is named after the founder of AccuWeather. So there's a major connection. Okay. So so anyway, so that that so there's three of us that that are from um, or living in uh, Ohio. Uh, we're not all necessarily native to Ohio, but that was the connection because I I had the connection to Mark Mark Massaro. And then had a little connection to the Ohio State. I, I also, um, I, I'm trying to think in the original process of putting this together, I think I did throw out to, I somehow made some contact with Penn State and made some contact with St. Cloud State University in Minnesota to their weather programs to also, because at first I wasn't getting a whole lot of bites from Ohio State from the Ohio State University. <laughs> uh, so so I'm like, well, I, I want to get some student involvement. So I kind of threw it out to a couple other places that I knew had some programs. Um, but shortly after that, uh, I got I was getting some feedback then from from the Ohio State Weather Club. And, and so that's where we kind of moved, moved there. And then we, and then we had a couple other guys uh, on the team originally as well um, that uh, that were with us for a little while that that were not we're, we're from um, more of the Midwest, Plains area. Uh, one was from Atlanta. But it, we just had a time issue. It was just they were, they were both pretty active chasers, storm chasers. And so trying to throw in a podcast during the middle of the chasing season, I think, was got to be a little bit of a time issue. Uh, and so they're, they're no longer on the team. But uh, as, so I think for the time being, and I think it's a little better, I think 
guests. You know, you guys know you've been working with two people and a guest. Um, for the first few episodes, we were working with six people and a guest. And I also don't, I think that that got to be a little too many hens in the hen house or too many, <laughs> I don't know, too many people talking. Just get awkward, awkward once in a while. Yeah. Or not being able to talk because right. there's just too many other people talking and they couldn't. So I, I, I think it's good. The last episode we did was just the four of us and, and worked really well. Um, we might in the future still be looking for a, a storm chaser type person to add to our group, but we're, we're pretty good now. Might be a little too much testosterone, but we might try and fix that too. We'll see. And how many episodes have you done and how frequent do you produce an episode? Mark, go ahead. We got, uh, we, we got three in the can and uh, bi-weekly. So that's, we're, we're, uh, uh, okay. we're still green. Yeah, we've we've tried to do it weekly. I think there was only one week that we missed, and we didn't schedule to miss it until like a couple hours before the show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think, you know, I work a full-time job, and and Dakota is in grad school, so this, you know, probably just like you guys is not the primary thing that we do. So it's not like we have a booking producer that goes out and looks for people to come on the show. So. Sometimes it can be difficult. I think the biggest issue, we've had two big issues so far. One is the vast majority of our guests have been Penn State people, and we've gotten called out for it. I heard you talking about that on one of your shows recently. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I don't don't mind it, but I do like to differ it up. And the other thing is we probably only had like two or three females on the show Uh. over the course of what six months i don't know how long we've been doing it It has to be at least six months right dakota so it's been the fall yeah yeah november um yeah i've been i've been trying to mix it up and get different perspectives and even different professions i think that's pretty important too i think we've had we've had a few broadcast broadcasters on and then a few people in academia um yeah the easiest thing to talk about is you know the changing dynamics of the media industry that's an easy target you can do that any week so the the goal is to do something different than that mm-hmm. not hit on that every week sure yeah so you guys from a guest standpoint um basically contacting people that you have some kind of connection with is that what you're doing so yeah although not always i a lot of the people i've had some sort of connection with whether it's i've met them personally whether it's i've interacted with them on twitter and uh maybe some other maybe on like a committee or something at ams or something uh and then some people just out of the blue i email them and uh and i've only had one person ever shut me down um and I'm not going to reveal who that is just because, you know, I don't want to put any bad blood out there. But, yeah, only one person that's ever shut us down, which I think speaks to the nature of the community, is everyone's, you know, pretty nice and wants to talk about what they're interested in and sure. um, wants to interact with people. So, uh, yeah, that's the experience I've had booking people. But sometimes it gets a little stressful because every week, you know, if we don't have someone lined up for the next week, and that's all I'm thinking about over the weekend. Like, how far how far out have you got people booked usually? Um, so I've tried to keep it at three weeks to have okay. someone, but that's not always the case. Um, we have next week booked, but then we don't have the two weeks after that. Um, so, you know, it, it varies just depending on sometimes the time of the year. You know, people yeah. are busier at different times of the year. Um, and then other times I just get lucky and a bunch of people say yes right off the bat. And, uh, yeah, so it varies. But we'd like to at least have the next week ready. And so you guys, because um, I know you said, Dakota, tonight because of Tyler, you were going to record a little later than normal. But do you typically record the same day, the same time every week? Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern every Thursday. And we've been pretty good about that. So, so you try and fit your guests into that time. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's, that's the goal because it's nice to have them on live. Uh, yeah. There's just more interaction and then Tyler can be on there. Um, Cause like, when we pre-record, 
normally I just do the pre-record because I'm um, I'm talking to them and it's harder to go you know, to get three people's schedules uh, working at the same time. And, and so we try to get live because then they can take Twitter questions too, which is, which is fun. Um, we love to interact with people on Twitter during the show. Yeah. I like that. That's a neat idea. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes they, they can't come on at the Thursday at 8 PM and that's, you know, completely understandable, uh, especially if they have, have young kids. <laughs> that's been the case most of the time when someone can't come on, they have dinner to make and stuff like that. Uh, so then every now and then I'll do a pre-record or I'll either call them or just do a Google Hangout uh, before the show. And every now and then Tyler can join me, but it's hard because uh, he's if it's in the day, um, he can't get out of sure. work. So. so then do you mix those pre-records right into your live, to the rest of the live show, or do you end up doing the whole thing pre-record then? Yeah, so we do feed it right into the live okay. show. Sure. And it, we we struggled at first. Every now and then we had an audio issue with that, but we we have it down now so that we can just feed it straight into it. And uh, I have to use, if we want to get technical here, <laughs> I have to use a thing called Ladiocast okay. and uh, Flowerbed. Oh, yeah. Flower I know bed, about Flowerbed, yeah. Yep. Sounds yeah. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I use both of those things yep. and then they... Uh, I guess it creates a channel for you to feed it into your, um, into the Google Hangout, uh, and that's how that's how we play our our intro and outro music too. Actually. Oh sure, yep. Let's do that. So yeah, um, because ca- capturing that internal sound, uh, or you know that internal right. feed is needs that extra piece. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. I know. No one can hear it except right. for the, you know, inside. I, I can't hear it manually or anything. Right. Uh, so it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I've been using it because you know, we, we don't do that, and, and we don't do it live either. Um, so, like, sound effects, I've got this little uh, desk bell that we <laughs> use during our two-minute lightning round. Nice. That's Yeah, that's live because <laughs> I can't play anything off. It, it's, uh, it's actually quite effective, but... <laughs> yeah, it works. A little cheesy it if works. you watch it, but it's but it's effective. So how how is your listener numbers? Uh, give me a little idea on what how that's gone and where you're at and what you guys are trying to do. Yeah, so I can I can take that and Tyler can add on if he wants. Okay, uh, it's it's a little tough to to you know know every every show because it depends on who we have on, what their Twitter or Facebook reaches. Because if they share it, then you know it could reach a whole um, new slew of people. But on you know iTunes and Google and Stitcher, uh, it seems like we have a pretty constant um, audience of a couple hundred. I'd say like between two and three hundred uh, are listening uh, on there. Um, every now and then we have a peak of for some reason. I never know why. Maybe it's a buzzword that we put in or something. Um, and and then on YouTube, um, our live view. So that's our that's our main. Playback is our main um, sure. source of views. Uh, on the live views, uh, generally, I think at the end of after we finish the live session, I think it's around thirty people that listened at some point during it, um, and that's that's fine with us. And it, it's also it's also great if those people are interacting with us on Twitter, sure, because. Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter how many people are listening. If, if you have some interaction, uh, that's great. Um, and then, so yeah, I, I think it's about, uh, I always say a couple hundred because it, it changes every now and then. We had yeah. our biggest yeah. episode, we had Paul Cosen on. And it he's a, if you don't know, he's a winter storm um, expert. Or he was on the Weather Channel. Now he's at the um, uh, weather, predi- weather Prediction Center in College Park. Okay. But he's the godfather of snowstorms, essentially. He wrote him and um Uccellini wrote the book on it and hmm. we had him on coincidentally right before the big East Coast snowstorm. Ah. Um yeah. And it was just pure luck. Timing. Timing. Yes. <laughs> and all the weenies, including me, were like so hyped about it. And so that was that was a couple thousand views we got on that wow. one. Um, we just, yeah, we struck gold there on that. And then I think we had t- retained a few of those 
um, a few of those views because after that we had to kind of a continuous bump. A step up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what? Uh, how how long did it take you to get up to? I guess a couple hundred. Where were you at at that point? Or I, honestly, do you remember? I, yeah, I I don't think it's it took that long. It you know the first few episodes definitely there are crickets. You know, just because we didn't promote it beforehand and we just kind of put out the first we we promoted it the day of that we made it and that was it and so yeah. we probably had a, just a few listeners um live and then i think playback it actually got um just it was probably mostly our friends that were listening to it at that point um and then after that as as we got more guests on and more uh guests with credentials or whatever with followings yeah um that that helped uh, but it really didn't take long. I'd say by January, we had a pretty uh, consistent audience listening um, on, on all the platforms. Nice. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, uh, I was just curious um, yeah, where you guys were at on that. Cause I, I really, I don't know what the expectations should even be. I mean, right. I knew it's, it's, you're, you're looking at a pretty, pretty small niche when you create a weather podcast um you know it's not a leadership podcast uh it's not a fitness podcast or a sports podcast self you know so you yeah that, exactly you know those are the ones so you know it's going to be it's not going to be huge um you're not doing this for the money uh but i didn't know what the expectations would be and i i we we probably overhyped because uh, our first episode just because you know the whole idea started in March, but we from the beginning our idea was to try and get something out by early June, um, you know, to put the whole team together and to start from scratch with guests, you know, because from a guest standpoint, you know, I you know we, we don't have because we're not in the weather community um, to this you know to this point, so we didn't have a whole lot of access and so i was like begging the guys on the team you know come on help me out and i just wasn't getting a lot from there so i just realized i'm gonna have to do this you know for the most <laughs> part myself from the guest standpoint and so all i did was from twitter i just looked at people that i was following or were following me and i just looked at their bios and i said all right who looks who looks interesting who's got something interesting to talk about or unique to talk about and i just started putting out direct messages to those people just to totally cold out of the blue. And, uh, you know, like you were talking about Dakota, you know, that started getting responses. People were interested and willing and, and, um, and, you know, so we're now again, we're bi-weekly. So that's helpful when it comes to that standpoint, but I mean, we're booked out through August. Oh my God. Um, now looking at September, uh, you know, now granted that's, I don't know how many episodes that's, five episodes five maybe. five or six episodes five yeah. or six our, our next five or six guests are booked but um just something that i had learned in, in the industry and the business that i'm in is is to ask for referrals and so that's what i started doing right away is asking all of our guests i would say hey here's the thing that i ask of you you know hey we want to promote you and we'll promote you on our site and on social media and whatever you're doing or whatever. But I said, if, if you could do us a favor, uh, give me two people, two recommendations of people that you think would be great on this show that we should talk to. And so, um, you know, we've done three episodes. One, our last episode, we actually had two guests, different guests on, but um, I've gotten pretty good response there of getting a couple more names. So I've got a connection to two more people, through this person that we've already had on uh, to, in hopes of not drying up. Right. That's a good strategy. I like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I would recommend to do that is just say, hey, can, can, even if it's just one, hey, can you rec recommend one person that you know that you think would be great on this? Yeah. Because even if you don't know them, you can use their name. You know, that's your, right. your foot There's in your to connection. say, hey, we had so-and-so on, and I know you know each other, but they said you'd be great uh, on as well. It's just a way to, to hopefully make that process easier, especially if you're doing it weekly, <laughs> you know, to yeah. make sure you always got somebody on. And if there's only two of you, 
you know, weather brains, they got all those, you know, all those con the, the people in the weather brains, they got a team of people and they all have contacts. And, um, you know, I was hoping to do that with our team too. It's just not working out that way necessarily, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's just, that's what happens when a lot of you are, are not active in the weather community, you know, and right. it's obviously there's, it's, it <laughs> seems like almost a little bit of a club, you know, and there's kind of a club of the active social media weather people. Yeah. And if you're not in that group in club, um, yeah, there's a little bit of a club there, but, um, so I, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. I, I just thought it would be fun to have a chance to talk a little bit about um, how you guys got started and what you've been doing. And Tyler, you, you missed early on before you got on. I was just telling you know Dakota that early on when when um, when I had this idea and I was listening to weather podcasts or just looking for them, um, what I found was most of the quote unquote weather podcasts most of them either were not done consistently. So you're just not going to get a very big following if you're not doing a show on a consistent basis. Um, or they weren't available, uh, widely available. You know, they might have something on YouTube, but you can't find them on iTunes or Stitcher or Google, or or they might be on one of those, but not on the other. Um, or they just were not very, in my opinion, just were not very professionally produced. Um, and the, the two that I thought were, were obviously weather brains. So those guys must've been doing this for 10 plus years. Um, and you guys, uh, you know, we're, we're out there and, and had something going and we're consistent and producing something. And well, that's a compliment for you to say we were one of the more organized. Cause I will say, uh, sometimes it, it, especially in the beginning, it didn't feel that way. And I know I guarantee there were some episodes where we would hang up and Dakota would not like talk to me for three days because, (laughs) 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 but, um, you know, it's a, it's a growing process, but I, I do, you know, I, I think in the last couple of episodes, we've really clamped down and, and tried to make it even, even more professional. So I, I'm glad to see you recognize that because, um, we've been striving to get better. Yeah. And, you know, and Dakota brought up the fact too, that it just seems like, you know, we've, we've been planning this since March. Uh, and, and like I said, over, I don't know, over promoting it, but promoting the crap out of it. Um, just because again, I didn't know how we would find our listeners. And, uh, so I, I think our first episode, Mark, what, what do we have? What are we at? Like 150 give or take. Uh, um, for the first one, yeah. yeah, lessons for the first one. Second one, I think, is is down a little bit, but um, it's in the eighties. Yeah. Anyway, it seemed like uh, within a week or two from when we were going to post our very first episode, it seems like there's now three or four new ones that have popped up. And the the fun thing is, is they're all, in my opinion, and you guys probably feel the same way, but they're still all different. I mean, it, none of them that have popped up still in my opinion, are in the niche we're trying to get in, which is really the amateur weather fan and have just fun weather people on talking about cool stuff uh, as opposed to, you know, a lot of science and a lot of education. They're all a little different, and I like that. I love it because there's going to be something for everybody uh, or multiple ones for people. Yeah, no, I think the style of each podcast, each weather podcast that's been out there is, has been different thus far. One that I really like that's new is Weather Hype. Um, it's, it's by, one's a grad student, one's an undergrad, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, it's awesome. I, they, I, so they don't do it live or anything. They usually have a guest on um, and it's kind of like ours in a way because they have kind of a fresh out of school perspective um, on it or still in school perspective. Um, And yeah, so I I think you're absolutely right. I had one story though. I, I, I really appreciate the comments, Phil. Um, It means a lot. It does. And I wanted to comment on kind of a story that uh, when we had a technical difficulty, uh, at one point we didn't, we had a guest on who uh, couldn't get into the Google hangout. And 
And so it was like coming up eight o'clock, you know, tick, tick, tick. What are we going to do, Tyler? What are we going to do? And so I called him on my phone and uh, whoops, him. Yeah, it's a him. And so I called him on my phone <laughs> and I was putting, uh, put, put in the speed, my, this is my phone right here. I was putting my phone uh, next to my mic. I don't have a great mic. I'm going to get one at some point, but it, my, my mic's right here. And I was putting it on my mic and it wasn't great, but it was working. And I was like, okay, we need to fix this now because we, we started it. We were talking, he was talking. Um, and then I, ha- I had to, I had to cancel it because the, uh, the quality was bad. And mid show while everything was live, I had him go to Tyler's phone, which had a better quality because they used FaceTime because uh, oh, they both yeah. had iPhones and the quality improved like that. And you could hear him perfectly. And <laughs> the magic of it is that no one knew what had happened sure. and that we lost him for a second and brought him back. And, you know, there was chaos on my end of it. Right. Sure. But it, when I, when I listened back to it, the, the first minutes, the first few minutes were kind of like, well, this quality's bad. But other than that, you couldn't tell anything. So, yeah, um, yeah so that was kind of crazy, but it also worked out. So um, hopefully we don't have that happen <laughs> in the future. But you never know. Sometimes well, It probably will. There's always you know, something. That's kind of how true. this goes, right? Yeah, yeah, sometimes Google Hangout just doesn't want to work for some reason, and we got to, you know, work our way around it. So. Sure. So what, uh, give us, we, give, give me one thing you guys are, uh, obviously you talked a little bit technical, Dakota, about um, switching um, your pod server hosting, but what, what's one thing you guys are looking to try and change or do or improve on here? Yeah, so from my perspective, um, our even though we do it live, our kind of initial, our, our original goal is good quality, good conversation. Um, an and interesting show. Uh, I think we want to, in the future, diversify our guests profession-wise, um, background-wise, and from really just my standpoint, I'm working on a, on a different podcast um, called Weather Ready or Not. And right now I just host that on Weather Junkies. It's not like a separate thing or anything yet, uh, but I have the title different. And so that's something I'm doing that's, that's new to me um, and it's more of like a refined thing. It's not a interview or anything with with someone in our field. It's actually with people uh, who ha- don't know anything about weather um, in a professional or interest standpoint. Um, it's it's people who went through a weather event, and I'm talking to them about that event and how they perceived the forecast, how they perceived what happened, and then afterwards, if they wish, you know, they, they had done something different. Um, so that's that's a big project for me, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's it's hard to do. It's, it takes a lot of time, so I'm only doing those right now, like once a month. Um, so if if you guys listen to that, I really appreciate some feedback because uh, cool, sure, yeah, that sounds cool. Something new that I'm doing. So that's mine. I don't know, Tyler. What do you think? Um, yeah, diversifying the guests and making sure the production quality remains high and, and gets better. I, we've definitely improved. I think it's surprising to see how many people can't work a Google Hangout or troubleshoot an issue. Uh, <laughs> surprises me. So then that kind of puts us in a bind because we're trying to help them, but they may be 400 miles away. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think the big thing is just the booking of guests and changing the topics and maybe – Maybe even, you know, preparing before an interview, because I certainly know that you have to prepare, but sometimes Dakota gets anxious that I may not have read up on something because I didn't have time. And sometimes <laughs> I like to go into an episode without knowing, because I feel like if I don't know, the viewer doesn't know, maybe I'll ask the right question. Um, but Tyler, yeah. sometimes that's good, though, because you, you're coming in just cold and everything and just bring in your thoughts, and I kind of have this well-planned-out script, and I, I don't know. It seemed to be working thus far, so. Yeah, and the other thing I said a couple of weeks ago was I think a, a good thing to think of is our viewer knows what radar is and knows what satellite is, but they don't know what 500 millibars is. So right. they're interested in weather, but if someone comes on and starts blabbling, <laughs> blabbing away, and 
whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you got to set the stage, take it from a broad, you know, broad perspective, provide a few details, but you have to think that way. You can't just get us lost and go off the deep end. Cool. So maybe steering the message a little bit better. Okay. You guys, uh, any any questions you guys have about anything or? Yeah, what are you guys doing? Do you have plans for the the future? Um, on on my end, again, you know, I, I'm usually I'm mostly in charge of the you know getting the getting the guests. Um, I've been kind of mostly the liaison or, or communication with the rest of the team between Mark and I. Um, and then putting the show notes together, you know, the agenda, what are we going to talk about? What's, what's the hot topic we're going to talk about or whatever. Um, so the, the things that on my end that I want to work on is, you know, my interviewing skills, my, you know, my ability to interview somebody and, and, you know, and I think already first few episodes has probably gotten a little better, but you know, that first episode was a little rough because we had this physicist, you know, who just, who was um, took off. a lot of science. Yeah. And he would go, go, and he was going and I like, didn't know, should I, should, okay, should I jump in and just interrupt him and stop him? And, and I've learned that I pretty much need to do that <laughs> or somebody does, you know, needs to just, Hey, if it's, they're talking too long, just come on. <laughs> if it's boring, if it's not, not boring you, but if again, your attention spans only so good. So yeah. I need to just, I, I want to get better at, at interviewing and, and stuff like that. And I also, as a team, you know, again, my goal is to be very casual as a team, you know, and Dakota, you talked a little bit about what we're hype and, and, you know, again, it's, it's mostly two guys and maybe a guest or something that's on, but you know, they're, they're very casual. And in fact, at the end of their show, they just start talking about non-weather crap anyway, they're just talking um, and, and part of my goal, you know, is to, to get to that point. And I think because we have a team of people, we don't know, we don't all know each other yet really well. Um, I think we we're, it's just going to take a little time to do it. Uh, I think it's been better going from six down to four because it's a little easier for everybody to get a chance to talk and, and all of that. But so that would be my goal. And, and I'm still pondering, I, uh, you said weather hype, because I think they're listed as an explicit podcast i don't know if they actually swear or cuss on their show or anything like that but that initially i was thinking about letting it loose on our show um uh, and, and so i i'm still maybe open to considering that because i just think for the listener again it's more casual it's more fun if you're not trying to be professional and and uh we actually had one listener i think it was after our I can't remember what was his name, Mark, like Hurricane Barometer Bob. Or Barometer like Bob, that. I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he used to have, back in the day, he had some kind of radio show or something on weather. But anyway, he was contacting me through Twitter, and then I ended up, we, we talked on the phone. But, you know, he said he, he initially his response was, you guys sound like, you know, you got something up your butts or something. You got to loosen up a little bit. And, <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. We do. We got to loosen up a little bit. We're all kind of still getting to know each other, so that might take a little bit of time. But um, so that's my goal, Mark. I don't know. What do you think? Well, you know, and I'm I'm the, largely the technical end, and I think I'm I'm still working on on the sound quality and and some of the you know um, just the production values and things like that. I know we have some some things I try to do. It was it was really challenging with six people and a guest to get audio to be, you know, so that it did sound good. And you'd have people with different microphones, different types of connections, different, this, different, that. And I'm sure you experienced that a little bit, but at least with only two of you and a guest, maybe that's a little easier to manage. Um, it was pretty difficult and, and, but I, I'm getting better at it. I'm figuring out how to do some things a little bit better now. Um, it helped going down to four people because that was easier to manage too. Um, but there's going to be times, you know, when we have more. Um, so, uh, that's the piece I'm really trying to work on is to make sure we've got the, all of that figured out. And then we do, we, we do a fair amount of post-production because we have, a a couple of segments that get put in, uh, you know, in post that we don't do live 
Um, and I suppose we could try to figure out how to do that. That just nah, it stresses me out right now. And maybe I'll get to that point where I feel better about putting those in. But since we're not doing a live show, it's not as important. Um, but but I would like to explore that as we move ahead. So, so I got to ask if, if I ask it to everyone and I just kind of in my nature, if you were to give advice to a, I don't know, someone who wanted to make a podcast about weather, uh, what kind of advice would you give them? You know, and I, 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 we emailed each other about this a little bit, Dakota, about, and that was the, the goal of, of doing this was in also hopes of broadcasting this, that we would have listeners that would be listening and go, you know, I see a niche. I see, and I think that's number one is, is you know, if you're out there listening to weather podcasts or you're aware of what's out there and you feel there is a niche that can be filled um, and it's probably going to be personal. I mean, the, the passion for me to create this was because I wanted to listen to an amateur weather podcast that I could learn something, but also be entertained and not feel like people are talking over my head or not feel like they're sitting in an ivory tower and they're better than the rest of us because they have certain degrees or they know things that we don't know, um, you know, and, and so all I did was created a podcast that I wanted to listen to. And um, so my goal is to have was to have fun with it. Um, I wanted good production value. Uh, you know, I it's you're not going to do a weather podcast, in my opinion, and, and it's not going to be a moneymaker for you. Um, you should do it for fun, because uh, otherwise you're going to be out right away. So I, I, I think you need to do it. Do something that you're passionate about. That that worst case scenario, you would do it yourself if you had to, because you're that passionate about it. Um, but otherwise, surround yourself with people you like to be around. You know, and so that was my first thought right away. And in being able to spend time with my brother doing a project together, even though we're in set, he, you know, he's in Minnesota and I'm in Ohio, it gives us something we can do together. It's going to make me weep. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hear the violin. Um, so I, I just, I think it takes that passion, you know, it just takes that something you're excited about and look, look, look for something that's not there that you feel you want to listen to and be a part of. Um, but I know Mark's probably going to have different ideas as far as advice. No, no, actually, that was a lot of, you know, what, what I would have said, do make it something you'd listen to, like, like you kind of said that, you know, um, and, and, and do it for fun, because there's really not much of a, you know, I, I know you're not gonna make money at it, and I'm not expecting that. So that's why, you know, it's just fun to do. Um, and then I, you know, I might add now, if you're, you know, if, if, if you're a young buck, you know, you probably know about all this stuff already, but if, if you know, and how to do it and all of that. But if you don't, uh, if you're a little older like me, do a little research anyway. You know, listen to some podcasts, find out what's out there. Um, and then if you think, again, you think you've got that niche, then go for it, you know, and, and, and do it as something that you'd want to hear. Um, rather than trying it's really hard to do it for somebody else, because I think then you try too hard at it and it probably isn't very entertaining. So that's all I've got and, to add. You know, and I said, I talked about production value too. And I, I just, that was more something that I and, and Mark initially kind of went into it going, Hey, let, let's make it good. You know, let's not make it sound like we're operating out of our garage using a tin can, but that was just because that's what we wanted. I, I think that's kind of what what we're we're wired that way to do it that way. But I think the typical average person, you want to do a pot, you, you could set up your iPhone and and record something on yeah. your iPhone and submit yeah. it. I mean, it really doesn't matter if you're passionate and excited right. about it. Um, that's all you need. But a very good question. But I'll throw it right back at you to you guys. Um. Yeah, so I think you guys nailed the, if you want to start one, what to do kind of for the motivation and, and all that jazz. Uh, I'll come at it from a little bit of a different, if you're, if you're doing one, if you that step and you got the motivation and you're doing it, um, I'd say don't take yourself too seriously because mm. uh, I 
you know, at first I, I was like, I need to get my opinion on this. I need it. You know, I, this is my opinion and I want people to, I don't know, hear it. And, and I, and now I'm at the point where I, it's just, you know, one person's opinion and, and everyone's going to differ and just have fun with it. It's not something that's, you know, shouldn't be taken uh, that seriously. It's, it needs to be fun and it needs to be kind of lighthearted um, because sometimes you can get really wrapped up in, in an issue um, in, in weather. Uh, I think last one, one of the weeks we had on uh, Mark uh, Ellenwood, and that was that was awesome, and that was probably one of our more serious podcasts because we had, I know we had storm chasers listening to us. I'm a novice storm chaser, so I, you know, I felt like I, I didn't want to step out of line or anything. So I was trying to be, you know, very lighthearted though. So I, I'd say stay lighthearted and and keep it fun. Tyler, we'll finish with you. What do you think? Advice for those looking to start a podcast. Let's see. Um, do something that you talk about something that you know about and something that you love because many of us, it's easy when you do that. Um, so many things can go wrong and you could just talk and talk and talk and it's what you love and it's what you know. So you'll always have something to add. Short and sweet. Well, cool. Well, Hey guys, I, this was fun. I appreciate just a chance to to talk a little bit about this with you guys. For more information about this special presentation, visit stormfrontfreaks.com. Find the Weather Junkies on Facebook at facebook.com slash weatherjunkies and Twitter at the WX Junkies. You can submit your questions or comments to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com. And don't forget to register for our drawing to win a Nimbus 4 severe weather detector valued at over $800. Listen to our latest episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast for current details.